Crypto Watch is presented by theconstantinvestor.com. I'm Alan Kohler, and every day my writing and podcasts put the financial world into context with a focus on the issues that matter. Join us today. It's only a dollar for the first month. And now it's time for this week's Crypto Watch. Greg Demopoulos here from The Constant Investor. Today, I'm joined by Nick Giurietto, the CEO and Managing Director of the Australian Digital Commerce Association. So your organisation, the Australian Digital Commerce Association, looks like it's mainly there for the cryptocurrency exchanges. Would you compare it with, say, the Australian Bankers Association? They're there for the banks. You're there for the cryptocurrency exchanges. Have you done any work together with them yet? Uh, well, I think the Institute Association for businesses investing in or at least investigating blockchain technology. So many of our members are not crypto businesses. Um, having said that, about 15 or so um, are crypto exchanges or other sort of crypto businesses. So we do look after their interests as well as other businesses in the blockchain space. Uh, as far as the ABA is concerned, we have had uh, some contact with them, uh, particularly around banking issues, uh, but it's been a relatively limited engagement until now. Now, that brings me on to my next topic. There's been some news out quite recently that uh, banks are suspending some people's uh, accounts and banning them to a degree from depositing money into certain cryptocurrency exchange accounts from their Australian bank account. Are you able to run us through what's kind of been going on on that front? We have heard some news that that, that is happening. Um, I think the big picture is that, you know, the banking sector is in the process of re-evaluating the way it thinks around the digital currency sector. Uh, a few years ago, it was probably fair to say that they were quite suspicious and, and um, uh, doubtful about about the digital currency businesses. Um, over time, it's become clearer that, first of all, Australians want to invest in, in uh, digital currencies. Uh, secondly, that uh, there are many very reputable digital currency businesses and the ADCA members are all in the process of uh, getting certified by the, under the um, Australian Digital Currency Industry Code of Conduct um, that sort of shows and demonstrates that they actually have appropriate consumer protections and anti-money laundering protections and other things like that in place. Um, and I guess thirdly, uh, it's becoming more and more obvious that the size of the sector is is large enough that, from a commercial point of view, the banks want to look at them as, as possible customers. Um, so it's a bit mixed at the moment. Uh, on the one hand, there are some instances of this happening, and you know, frankly, I think that's the holdover of an old mentality. And uh, we are also seeing banks uh, beginning to take much more proactive and positive views around the digital currency sector. So it's a change that I think we will see mature through this year. Uh, and hopefully um, we'll see the end of some of these unusual practices because, you know, frankly, if individuals want to invest their money, their bank shouldn't be getting in the way of allowing that to happen. Has it happened anywhere else around the world where, you know, some of the other countries' biggest banks uh, inept banning people from shifting their money from one investment house to another? 
look, so, some of these some of these debanking issues, uh, you know, they're, they're not confined to Australia by any means. It is a global phenomenon, uh, and in fact, I think that. Uh, partly because of the work that ADCA's done and partly because of the fact that um, uh, Australia's anti-money laundering laws are being updated to formally regulate the sector, um, where Australia is actually uh, better placed than, than quite a few other countries around the world in sort of making that shift away from, you know, that debanking phenomenon that was happening a few years ago to uh, you know a more a more sophisticated view where uh, you know by all means banks need to look at their compliance considerations and make sure that uh, they are compliant with the law and that their customers are compliant with the law um, but you know now that now that it's possible for them to do that more easily in Australia um, we're actually leading the way in that changing that trend I think and when it comes to regulation, is the government doing much about it? Has there been any working groups or committees or have you met with anyone from the government to get an update of what they're doing in the space? Yeah, so, so the most important regulatory change uh, is the changes to Australia's anti-money laundering and counter-terrorist financing laws that went through the parliament uh, at the end of November. And uh, the final detail of that will be settled in regulations that are being written at the moment, and they will all go live on the 1st of April of this year. Uh, and very broadly under those rules, firstly, digital currency businesses in Australia will be required to uh, register with Austrac, the, the, um, the anti-money laundering regulator. Uh, they will have certain reporting obligations, and they will have the obligation to do a know your customer check um, uh, before opening a bank account or a, a, excuse me before opening uh, an account with an exchange. Um, and this is very much the same model that is used for the rest of the financial services sector. Uh, so this is you know a real maturing of, of the sector, and you know getting that you know, that um, regulatory process in place has been a goal that Edgar has had since its inception four years ago. Uh, and we have been working quite closely with Austrac and with the Attorney General's Department, uh, providing our input to, to make sure that um, you know, the, the needs of the industry and of consumers are considered as well as the legitimate policy goals of the regulators. Uh, you mentioned these laws don't come into effect till the 1st of April. Could that be a possible reason as to why some of the Australian banks are being quite fearful, one might say, of cryptocurrencies and suspending people's accounts, especially with the Royal Commission into the banking sector, uh, you know, on the horizon? So I don't really uh, have much comment to make about the the Royal Commission, but certainly uh, the way I see the new laws is that they are the culmination of a process that's been going on for some time that has been increasing the credibility and reliability of the digital currency sector. So uh, I don't see it necessarily as needing to be a deadline beyond which attitudes change, but more or less the the end of a process in which attitudes have been changing. So I guess as I was sort of commenting before, um, I think that what we're seeing at the moment is is perhaps the last holdovers of an old attitude uh, as people start to think about what the future is going to look like. And hopefully we will see um, more change in in the bank's attitudes coming forward.
just uh, shifting topic for a moment, some of the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchanges, Bittrex, Binance, some have suspended uh, new accounts being able to be made just because there's been such a huge influx of people wanting to now start investing in the space. Do you think the same might happen here in Australia with the exchanges we have? Look, it's certainly true that in a very fast-growing sector, uh, demand is outstripping supply and sort of operational capability at the moment. So I think most Australian exchanges um, you know, have seen a slowdown uh, in their timing, in their ability to bring on board a new customer. It's taking a little bit longer than they would like and the customer would like. Um, I think a move to actually suspend that, um, hopefully that won't happen. But I guess it's possible um, if the demand continues to grow because, you know, the businesses need to, to grow in response and that can take a little bit of time. And in terms of best practice, there are a lot of different exchanges on the market. What should people really be looking for in an exchange if they're interested in the space and wanting to sign up? Well, I guess the the first thing I would be saying to people is make sure that you're dealing with an Australian domiciled exchange. Um, uh, If something does go wrong, it's far better to be dealing with an exchange that is in Australia and subject to Australian law uh, than an exchange that is offshore. It'd be far more difficult to to solve a problem if you're dealing with an offshore jurisdiction. Um, I guess the second thing is, uh, I mentioned earlier that ADCA has uh, launched the Australian Digital Currency Industry Code of Conduct, and all of the ADCA members are in the process of getting themselves fully certified under that code. It's relatively new and takes a little while to get certification. Um, but uh, looking to looking to that code uh, and particularly uh, asking your exchange about some of the uh, consumer protections that it should have in place. So take the time and ask them, you know, do they have a privacy policy? Do they have a data security policy? What's their dispute resolution scheme? Uh, these are the sort of questions that, that I would be asking in exchange if I was going to make a choice as to who to invest with. And just finally, where do you see the space going to this year as a whole? It doesn't have to be in terms of price, just in terms of where it's sitting right now and at the end of this year, where you think it will end up? Um, I think I think trying to forecast in this space is, is really difficult. Uh, but certainly based on last year, if that's the model, we could anticipate you know, significant further growth. Um, other people think that you know there's going to be a natural limit to that growth at some point. Uh, so both in price and in volume, uh, it is really hard to say. Uh, but certainly, uh, you know, the the proliferation of underlying blockchain technology and the way that that might um, change our society is one of the drivers for some of the uh, the digital assets that are on the market today. That was Nick Giurietto, the CEO and Managing Director of the Australian Digital Commerce Association.